we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. The law There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my god. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such an absolute pleasure being with you for yet another episode. More craziness is episode 180. Pretty excited. 180. And just to tell you what we're talking about today is that crazy situation with the shortages or the perceived shortages, whatever you want to call them. I'm going to weigh in with uh, what I've heard from different sides and my own thoughts and that's in the second part. And in the third part, I'll be giving you tips. If, what happens if you find yourself in what you could term a loveless marriage or relationship? But first, starting off with the stories that made the news. The big story this week, of course, is uh, outside the politics and so forth because loving the politics and so forth. It's essentially like masturbation. It's like they want, it's like, I don't know, it's like this weird situation. Politicians just make us obsess about them and what they're up to and so forth and cares what. But anyway, DSTV prices have gone down. Uh, many people say it's in response to Kwese. So it's like, you know, you, you, you're, you've been the cool kid with the football in the class and you just never may let anyone play with it. But now you let other people borrow it in the type of situation. I don't know. But yeah, DSTV prices have gone down and uh, they, they've got a package now for $7 that comes with 28 channels. So that's pretty exciting for DSTV uh, customers and so forth. I mean, they've got the winning thing for me when it comes to the football. Because, you know, I watch, I, I essentially watch football. They, on my on my on my on my DSTV, that's the thing I, I watch it for. I mean, there's other stuff that you can end up watching because there might not be football at that time. But I mean, if it doesn't happen, of course, except for Game of Thrones. Okay, I, mean, I don't want to be that guy. who's was like, oh yeah, but you, you watch Game of Thrones and so because there's probably some smart Alec out there saying, but Larry, you also follow Game of Thrones, isn't it? But yeah. Uh, what else happened? The Jazz Festivals on this past weekend, the first ever Zimbabwe Jazz Festival held by the Zimbabwe Jazz Community Trust. And it was held at uh, Alliance Francaise where Cher Zandi is located. Uh, well attended. It was like an augmented reality, as I said, in an article that I wrote on Three Men on a Boat. Because essentially there was all types of madness that was happening outside. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, this place was serene. The music was amazing. Everybody was loving each other. Some people were loving other people's wives. Some people were loving their small houses. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows what happens there? Anyway, people are having a great time. And what else happened this weekend? Um, the, the, the Mighty Warriors. Uh, lost in the final of the Kasafa Women's Championship against South Africa. Now, South Africa won the title a total of four times. Zimbabwe won it once. So it's been held five times. And essentially, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe were the were defending championship, champions, rather, and, and the hosts, and South Africa won it. Uh, they're superior side. It helps to have money and better preparation and just be more organized and stuff like that. We're not very good at that sort of thing. And uh, what else can I tell you? Um, President Mugabe was at the United Nations and he called Donald Trump a giant golden Goliath who's out there trying to destroy everybody. I don't know. I, I kind of feel creepy about these things. These fights with North Korea. I know we. I know that. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. Like we're gonna get into this other story now. I mean, sometimes you just want to stay away from. Now Trump is gonna start tweeting about us. I don't want to. Trump is weird, and next thing is tweeting about us. It's gonna be weird. It's like that uncle that that you just like your uncle because you're related, but you just got no choice. But you just kind of pretend he isn't unless you have to say hi to him. And then if you say hi to him, then maybe he's gonna be mad at you, and then I've got to explain a lot of things. Yeah, and then finally, um, I'm at Shoko Festival this coming week. Uh, I'm the opening speaker at Shoko Festival uh, that's happening this coming week on between the 28th of uh, September and the 1st of October. It's happening at the museum. My my talk is the opening talk of the Hub Unconference, and it's going to have people like Esther and Della. It's going to be having Ashley Williams uh, from Black Lives Matter. People come from the DA. All sorts of things happening. There's loads of prizes to be won. But in, in terms of the music part, MT will be in Zimbabwe to perform. And uh, among other artists, we've got, uh, we've got Paul Pops, who's a popular comedian. You've seen him a lot, probably, on DSTV. And also, uh, who can I think of? Uh, XQ, um, Takura. You've got uh, Tammy. Uh, no, is Tammy performing? No, is she? No, I don't think so. But Shasha is. Yeah. So, so much stuff happening at Shoko Festival. But remember, I'm the opening sp speaker at the Harbon Conference. And go and find out about it from the Shoko Festival website. Sign up if you haven't and find out what my thoughts on the state of the Internet is this year. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. So in case you don't know, I'm speaking at this year's International Podcast Day, an event that takes place online, like that uh, caption said, or that uh, little insert, a promo that I put in there, said it's happening on the 30th of September. My speech, or rather my presentation, is running between midday and 1 p.m. on Saturday. So that's on Saturday between mid midday and 1 p.m. Just go on to internationalpodcastday.com. Uh, and you can find out my topic being how I started a podcast in a country that didn't care for one. So that's happening. I'm the first Zimbabwean ever, so I'm pretty excited about this. Very, very excited about it. And I'm hoping that it opens a lot more doors for other podcasters in the future so that more Zimbabweans can get featured on those platforms and maybe develop a podcast culture in Zimbabwe. Let's do that. I mean, there's a couple of kids who's already doing uh, podcasts in Zimbabwe. So hopefully, you know, this lends more help. Uh, but uh, and as far as help, Zimbabwe needs a lot of help right now. Um, and it depends on which side of the fence you're sitting. On Friday and Saturday, prices absolutely shot up. And it was just like so weird. Cooking went on from $2 up to, what is it, $8 in some in instances. And there was this perceived, there was this perception that there was a shortage uh, of the of basic commodities and that sort of thing and uh, when talking to the Confederation of Zimbabwe Industries and the Retailers Association they were like no it was based on a social media message there wasn't really a shortage that was taking place and that caused panic buying people going to buy things now first of all advice I'll give to you next time there's a crisis don't go and shop only go shopping when you understand the crisis. That's what I've always learned. And it's even learning from watching the cleverest politicians. They're not the first people to comment ever. And they're not the first people to ever.
never come out and say anything about an issue. First thing is you understand it. And because, by, by the way, if you decide to be the first one to spend, because now it got back to Monday and the price of cooking oil and all that other stuff had come to normal because it turned out that, okay, there wasn't really a, a shortage of cooking oil and that sort of thing because there's loads of cooking oil. By the way, 95% apparently, according to the Confederation of Zimbabwe Industries, of uh, cooking oil actually now comes from Zimbabwe. So we've got that situation. So anyway, uh, jumping back to the matter, then there was shortages of fuel. People are just going to fill tanks with fuel. Of course, dipping into their savings so they do fill up the, your tank because you never really filled up your tank before. You you can spend $5 or $10 in order to get fuel into your car. And suddenly you're filling up your car with $10 worth of fuel, well, $50 worth of fuel, the money that you don't actually have. But I'm I'm not being practical. The reality of the situation is, I think, you know, while you can talk about social media messaging and, this, and that sort of thing, the real issue is, I think there is that scar, that fear of 2008. Now, you know, bankers and that sort of thing have told me that it's pretty much impossible to get to 2008 anymore because there is more production now. They've given that as an example. They say there's more production. Then we were importing pretty much 100% of everything. And now they're saying production is going up. Now, for me, the real issue is there were people who committed crimes by, you know, pushing up prices. And if you've got those people who've committed crimes or pushing up prices, why isn't anyone arrested? And that's the key thing for me, because the thing is, we're going to walk away from the situation. You're going to tell us that everything is fine, like John Mangushka says, got your back. But in reality, no one was called to book. No one was, uh, you know, hauled before any court. Nobody was arrested. Everybody, the people who spent, aged, you know, probably went spent 40 bucks on cooking oil instead of what for the same thing probably because that's five i've just did a round of figure well i I was talking about six a six pack from seven to forty two dollars right and normally that costs fifty percent of that at, at some at some point now you can argue over whether they should have done it or not there's a completely different argument but somebody ended up speculating to get buy that and surely somebody's supposed to pay for that. Somebody's going to be supposed to pay for that speculation. And what happens to people who ended up paying f- more for goods than they needed? Look, for people who bought bulk at normal prices, a completely different thing. But if you got overcharged because it was an upsurge in prices on that day, what happens to those people? You know, I think there has to be something that's going to happen. I I know people don't like arresting each other and it gets complicated. Sometimes the argument is over who actually owns uh, the company and so forth. But the reality of the matter is we got to have the conversation. And unfortunately in Zimbabwe, we're now beginning to have less conversations. We're beginning to shout at each other. Even on social media, you know, some of the pictures that were being sent around, like, okay, that picture was from last year. We saw that picture in the media. Oh, that picture's from 2008. So there's a lot of fake news. Some people are using it for political mileage. I know some people say, don't waste a crisis. But in reality, the matter is there are real people out there that are being affected. And whether you think it's a crisis that's worth exploiting for whatever personal ambition you have, reality of the matter is somebody is being affected and that person is suffering. And look, the, the country's got problems. 
No one's ever sitting around and saying the country doesn't have problems. And this is not to suggest it any, in any way that the problems have gone away or are going to go away anytime soon. There's lots of work to be done. But, you know, inducing panic sometimes is not the best thing. And look, as I said, some, some of it is warranted because there's, just, there's a gap in information. If you don't have someone telling you the truth or preemptively telling you what's actually going on, what do you have left? And also, when you say if you don't have someone telling you the truth, it's also down to somebody who you trust to tell you the truth. And maybe sometimes, for you personally, you should come down to who do you trust. Oh, it's just complicated, this life. And then, yeah, I, I keep mentioning it. 2008 is a scar, and people are in queues at the moment, but I don't know. Anyway, somebody's got to sort it out. Somebody's got to sort it out. I don't know where it is. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the third part of the Criticast. Uh, the name is Larry, and uh, tips for staying in a loveless marriage. And, so, and I'm going to talk about it. Sometimes it's with children, sometimes it isn't. Uh, and you know, this, if when they're children, in reality, what you got to know is that a loveless marriage can be detrimental to your children. But somebody will ask you, "What is a loveless marriage? What What are the signs that show that this marriage is just like no?" Uh, one of the more things, uh, the, the the most poignant thing is that you spend more time apart than usual. Now, every couple should spend some time apart. Like this is a reality. You, you can't be con acting like you're conjoined twins or whatever it is. Healthy relations consist of two people who are still able to maintain separate identities, and that, that's a key component. If you're ever choosing to spend time away, and if you're looking forward to spending time away, and sometimes you have to avoid your partner, that could be a signal that something is amiss. Now, people in loveless relationships will drift apart, and drifting is a dangerous thing, if I want to tell you about it. Drifting is one of those things that you can't see because there's no reference point. It's like being in, 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 in on a, what you call it, on, on, a, on a piece of wood uh, or raft or whatever it is at sea. And there is no reference. Like, you know, there's a there's a, a, an island over there. You can see yourself drifting. But most of the times, because you're just drifting until you suddenly see another reference point, then you realize that you drifted apart. So more often than not, you don't see that you're drifting away from the emotion of the other person, primarily because you no longer have as much contact as you have with them. And also then next thing, the conversations become a struggle. Now, when people are in deep love, they enjoy each other's company and are always excited to talk to each other. Uh, couples in loveless relationships will, will find themselves talking less frequently or talking when it's necessary. They may even argue and, and that sort of thing and make conversations unpleasant. You know, sometimes you're just like, like, oh, I've got to talk to that person again. So if you start to argue often, the two of you uh, eventually avoid conversations altogether because nobody wants to be uncomfortable. It's like, you know, it's like getting your testicles being rubbed by a gorilla like nobody should enjoy that nobody you should just avoid it um also you become less giving so in a healthy loving relationship each person 
gifts to the others. So you want to buy them presents, you want to take them for lunch, you give them flowers, um, you know, you want to kiss them and that sort of thing. And a loveless relationship is if you, each of you begin to le- think more about yourself and less about the other person. Uh, and even you get even become, end up becoming more selfish to such an extent that you have no mutual respect for each other. So you can't even give each other a relationship. And then finally, uh, you're thinking about calling it quits. So if you're thinking about calling it quits, then it's a good sign that the love is gone. Uh, if it doesn't break your heart to lose the other person, for example, if you, you get a kind of like, I cannot see point in the cocoa, uh, then it's time to call it quits and to move on with your life because no reason why you should be miserable. If there are problems that you believe could be uh, addressed, then uh, talk to the person. Now, if, if you if you try to work together, because sometimes it could have been like, it could be talking to a monkey. It's like, you know, you're trying to give a monkey instructions on how to solve, you know, E is equals to MC squared. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a problem. Problem. So it's that. So sometimes it's because the love is gone. So what do you do um, in terms of uh, if you have such a place? One of the things you need to do is to prioritize your own needs. So you're deciding to change the landscape of your loveless relationships. And one of the, the, the things that you find is that, you know, it's admirable and understandable. Sometimes you want to put the kids first and say, let's stay in for the kids. But the reality is, you deserve happiness okay your your child is not going to want to have unhappy parents together and children can pick it up you know you you have loveless units uh, unions that exist where where the the two people spend time arguing it's a it's it's a toxic environment uh, for the children it's like it's like there is no intention to to be kind to each other, and the child wakes up, grows up in an environment where, where essentially they feel like I don't know, that's how relationships are. That's how it is. It's normal, and what happens is because they think that is a normal set of circumstances, they inherit a lot of those attitudes into future relationships. So sometimes even look at yourself. You if you grew up with parents that didn't like each other. You find yourself finding it difficult later in your life to get into relationships, at least get into long-lasting and, and strong relationships. But you felt if you felt your parents loved each other and took care of each other, even if it was just a farce that they showed you and so forth, you find out later that you know they hadn't had sex since the day you were born, or rather, <laughs> whatever it is. I don't know if people can have sex the day someone is born, but you know, get my point. So it, it essentially becomes an issue where. That 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 rock bed of what our early experiences of love and relationships are that gets lost. So the key fundamental thing, if you're in a loveless relationship, love yourself. And if you love yourself, you know you can do better. You, then you have to do be better. And sometimes you need to be better for the other person by being the one who's brave enough to walk away because they might not be brave enough to make that decision. Sometimes in order to, to, to still be kind to them, to be civil to them, even if you don't love them anymore, let them go. Yeah, and with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of The Criticast. Uh, get in touch with me on Twitter at, uh, what's my Twitter? At Quiriraik. And uh, on email, Larry at 3-mob.com. Quiriraik has got a YI at the end, by the way. And uh, also get in touch with me. Oh, just Google me. I don't know. Larry Quiriraik. Who does that? <laughs> on any socials. <laughs> That's all I use. 
Um, also, don't miss an episode of the Criticast. Remember, it's available on uh, iono.fm. Uh, just look for Criticast on there. Look for the RSS feed loaded on your device, and you'll be able to just you know get it when it's out. And then also catch me, uh, ca- catch me on iTunes. Yeah, look for uh, the Criticast on iTunes, and you won't miss an episode. Subscribe, and every time an episode is out, you get a notification. And then also let's have a look. What are the but one radio news? That's another platform that we're on. Exciting, yeah. Catch me on ZFM Stereo every Tuesday and between seven thirty uh, or rather between eight thirty and nine p.m. on Health Matters, and between seven thirty and eight thirty on the media platform on zfmstereo.co.zw if you want to watch it listen to it wherever you are across the world check your local listings for frequencies yeah that's about it and uh, yeah with that I leave you with um, with the one simple phrase it's a very cute simple phrase great minds think alone it's been Larry it's been the Criticast take care of yourself if you don't like them I'm sure your sister will hey babe you want to go out